How much time do we have left? What's our what's our countdown? I have uh, six minutes until uh, we will be doing a COVID reveal. Mm. Uh, the newest version. I'll be releasing <laughs> releasing the newest <laughs> version to the world. What's next? <laughs> what's gonna hit? <laughs> hit civilization yeah you've been cooking up something in the lab for a little bit uh little little sneak peek it's not a it's not a lab leak it's a lab sneak peek is what yeah. we're gonna do here on the show today lab drop you, so uh i guess we could we could we could maybe take bets i it i it seems likely that you have it yeah all external signs point in point towards me having it i would say yeah my wife has it and uh i mean that's probably the big one <laughs> yes and uh i'm not i got a i got a sore throat that came on pretty quickly um yeah but we'll see what the thing thing says yeah it's slightly obscured from my re- my view right now so i can't look at it but for the next for the next five or so minutes uh you it, you don't have COVID, at least. You haven't tested positive for COVID, yeah. which is, for a while, has been for a while, what means if you have COVID or not. Um, yeah. So, let's see. What can you do really quick? I guess you could go into work for the next little bit, maybe. You yeah. could go into the office. <laughs> I could go to a, on a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could go to countries that, you know, don't require me to have maybe i couldn't go to those countries because usually they have to say you have a have to have a test have that a negative that you test. don't have it yeah. not just like i don't have a test that says that i have it yeah yeah mm. well yeah i guess we'll check back in uh on that when we when, we, when you get the info um sorry it's hit, hit your household uh it sounds rough yeah. over there um i still think it was it was it was bong bong because really? she doesn't like it when we leave, when we leave her, so she she cooked something uh, up for you. Brought it, she cooked it up in the lab and gave it to me and Shelly so that you know she wouldn't have to go to the babysitters while we go to China. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because you we this was gonna be one of the we were gonna have to this was an episode that I don't know we were gonna have to figure something out for because uh, yeah you and Shelly were gonna be in China you ended up having to uh, cut your trip short. Well, well, not at all. Yeah, that's just, that's definitely the wrong yeah. way of saying it. As short as yeah. possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just not go at all. At least, yeah. you, you, at least you didn't get sick like en route or there. Um, that yeah. You could it did feel sick. It, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable coming back from Vietnam when I, you know, probably had it back then. I also remember. This is pretty sure this is unrelated to COVID, but I'm going to say it's related to COVID. Uh, I remember uh, feeling probably the closest to what you feel every day of your life when you're uh, racing to the bathroom. Yeah, to to not poop mm-hmm. pants. Uh, yeah, I just remember. I didn't. It wasn't. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, just like a, a lot of pressure in my stomach, something like that. Huh. I guess if you're still not sure how to describe it. There is there is something missing, I think, because it's a pretty. What I found it to be a pretty clear, like I know how to describe it. it feels like I'm about to shit my pants. Like it's very, like obvious. <laughs> yeah, but I've never done that feeling. before. I've never done that. Well, before, I haven't so done I that either. I don't know. But 
that's what it feels like. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, I did start taking uh, about a month ago now. I can't remember if I said this, but I I, I started taking that, uh, you know, semaglutide stuff, Wegovy. And the first couple of days on that, I was about to send you a message and What's say, that? like, oh, I maybe a little bit of... Wegovy is the, is the stuff that, like... Um, it doesn't suppress your appetite, but it makes you feel like you're full. It's like for, uh, like weight loss and diabetes and related things like like that. Um, this is like Ozempic. And yeah, it is. Wegovy is the non-diabetes. They're basically the same thing. They like are literally the same thing. I think active ingredient and stuff like that. But Ozempic is what you get for uh, diabetes, and Wegovy is the one for everything that isn't diabetes. So. I started taking uh uh taking that and I was about to send you a message uh, a couple weeks ago like first couple days like oh I might I might as you put it this might be the feeling of about to poop my pants or something mm-hmm. about something like to that. SRP yeah don't like to say it it's uh, pretty uncomfortable to say but... <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the problem I'm too comfortable saying it and so I'm like spiritually closer to doing it that yeah um, you know i'm uh shifting the overton window closer and closer just you know letting loose in the drawers i think that's what happens i think that's what happens for lots of things in life yeah you know you (laughs) yeah you you poop your pants once you poop your pants once and then suddenly you're a baby pooping your pants all the time could be not sure um okay well the are you okay. are you taking it for alarm for di for non diabetes reasons other medical non diabetes yeah. reasons no no I I yeah yeah in the last in the last week I've developed uh, COVID and diabetes type type two or one or whatever well I'm not asking that. that are you is this uh are you getting like your oh. buccal fat what is that removed too no no but I have gained a lot of I have gained a lot of weight over the last however many years uh that's how it works as an adult <laughs> as an adult yeah and i have high i have like high, really high cholesterol too which i think is mostly a hereditary thing but also probably a me thing i have i don't know if anybody knows I what mostly your cholesterol a moral levels failing. Are, so, i i don't know if anybody knows what your cholesterol levels are supposed to be uh but i'm pretty sure they're supposed to be i uh, see i i don't really know because i'm too far off from knowing what the specific number should be you know uh you know it's like if you weighed a thousand pounds or something you'd probably be like i don't know what my target bmi or target weight needs to be to be healthy but like i got a long way to go before i really care about the specific number my i think your cholesterol number is supposed to be like let's just say below like 20 or something like that and my uh, cholesterol level is like 300 is it literally is 300 so that that was a that was a contributing thing on top of gotcha this is a cholesterol medicine it's not a cholesterol medicine but uh losing weight will help with the cholesterol too so anyway uh i got a okay surprising uh, while we were talking uh i got my uh the result and i'm a very just looking very negative hmm as in the test is looking negative right. and it's looking pos- positive for me. Well, maybe not because that means I could have something else that would 
kind of stuff. Are you going to take another one? No. Like one of those false negatives? Yeah, I got to take. Yeah. I kind of wish it just said I was positive and then I wouldn't have to waste another test because I'd yeah. be like, yeah, I probably got it. That makes sense. But no, now I'm going to have to do another test today. Hmm. And then also figure out what's wrong with me. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess I, mean, I, guess I hope you don't have COVID or anything else bad. So yeah, it could yeah, be good same, news. Same. We just got okay. our uh, new new crop of tests in the mail from the Postal Service. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same. I haven't cracked into those yet. Yeah. Yeah, Shelly's always on top of on top of ordering those up whenever you're allowed to get new ones for free or whatever. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Well, are, are, have you been keeping up with uh the goings on in your hometown, Ben? Uh no. The presidential Iowa, hometown? Uh uh the presidential uh I don't know, tour tour stop. That. parking situation yeah o- only from you only from you i wouldn't have known otherwise you know i don't really have anyone there that lives there anymore except for my parents and i don't, I don't talk to them that often and also we don't tend to talk about uh, local politics so i only learned about this from, so it is national politics you. well but, but it's helps. local park it's local parking though it is local parking I think the thing that you're going to show me mm-hmm. yeah uh yeah i, I mean guess... is this in the is this in the main you you linked me to no offense to college kids but you linked me to a college newspaper which is basically a blog you know i thought they so, did a good job did you read the article i read i read the article i'm not i'm not making fun of them i'm just saying that like i don't know that reading the grinnell college student newspaper is exactly the same as if this was in the new york times or something like that when you're saying it's national news. big new york times defender over here interesting uh over the weekend choice to start defending them i'll say Mm. um but yeah i guess uh vivek ramaswamy if i'm saying that right he uh was in grinnell for what was he doing there a roundtable discussion with undecided republican voters in grinnell which maybe you could give some insight into that who are the undecided republican voters in grinnell I don't really have any idea because I think like there definitely are Republican people there, but like I don't really have much of a recollection of like uh too many people in general, but especially like I guess Republican people being like politically active. And I'm guessing based off of the pictures that you sent to me, does it say where the location was? I'm yeah. guessing it's that coffee shop that they have. What yeah. is it? They 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 got they got Google Maps diagrams right there on Broad Street. Broad, yeah, Broad Street, but where where was the business where they had the talk? Oh, where the where the round table was gonna be? Yeah. Um I don't know. Let's see. KCCI round table discussion with undecided Republican voters. I don't know. I don't know if it says I'm guessing it's the only place that comes to mind is they've got like this uh coffee shop there. Yeah, there's the Saint Re- Saint I would... Rest Coffee House. Oh yeah, here it is. Following a televised panel with KCCI at Saints Rest Coffee House. Yeah, so it was going to be there. Oh, in- interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that that place would be a place to host a Republican event. Like, they definitely host other political things, but it just seems like the kind of thing, like, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about the owners, but the kind of people that would go there, I would have guessed, like, they're, they're not. They're, n- the normal attendees to that place, I'm guessing, are not uh undecided republican voters sure uh so anyway i i don't know maybe maybe that's changed but uh yeah i have i have no idea i don't really remember people being all that politically uh active and especially yeah. at that place i don't know who's going there so gotcha 
Okay, well, apparently the story is that, yeah, he, Vivek, uh, some student backed into his car, I guess, is what, is, is what the uh, initial incident is. And he started fundraising off of it. He started saying, like, you know, it's been an intentional hit and run. Um, <laughs> like, they're trying to, what is it here? Uh, like, it's political violence or something that, like, they're trying to silence him kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, he sent out a fundraising email with details of the crash, asking supporters to donate and stand for free speech. Um, and <laughs> the uh, reporting that the... The scarlet and black was able to do um, seems to indicate that the student who uh, you know backed into his car uh, he was parked illegally first. He was parked illegally uh, at the time of the crash during the accident. Uh, he was parked in, in like the no parking zone right in front of a fire hydrant on Broad Street, and uh, yeah. the car was moving less than four miles an hour. Uh, when they bumped into him, it, not even him, he was yeah. just his car. And so, but the, the Vivek campaign moved the car quickly after they hit it and then called the police after that. Um, yeah. And did not inform the police of its original parking location. So they tried to stage that it was a, uh, like a deliberate, <laughs> I don't know, attack on him. Interesting. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the 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 cruddy part about it is that like yeah he immediately you know starts fundraising off of it like no they're they're trying to they're trying to get me they're trying this is for, stand for free speech um and then like the you know daily wire fox news get in on it starting to uh say that it say that the driver should who was interviewed in this i'm not going to say their name because it's uh too bad that they get drawn into this, but uh, the the ride is calling driver a punk, saying that they should rot in prison for years for political violence, and that it is along the <laughs> spectrum of assassination for this nice. minor bumper uh, fender bender that happens here because uh, Vivek parked yeah. illegally. Um, well, the assassination one might that, that that one might be true because it's it's sort of like you know when people say like everyone's on you know the the like uh, uh a gender or sexuality spectrum yeah, we're or you're on the on kinsey the spectrum, spectrum of assassination just yeah uh, you might no be, assassination it's on the spectrum <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just really far away <laughs> yeah fear and love are on the same spectrum if you watch donnie darko and uh yeah i'm just it's sim- simply love yeah i feel terrible because uh they're saying that um they're already receiving like somehow people are pulling up their phone number and getting like calls and stuff, uh, unleashing, unleashing the freaks on them. That sucks. Mm. They should do the thing that they, uh, that like usually, uh, like conservative grifter people or like, you know, uh, people that become conservative grifters do, which is like turn, like really lean into it and, you know, get your, msnbc job out of it or something like that oh yeah you know like i am i, am I did do it on I purpose i did yeah this, this is practice <laughs> yeah, you know like i yeah. was yeah 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 i do think it would be well, fine if you like if <laughs> to, to 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 lightly ram him 
<laughs> yeah. Causing less than $600 in damage total. <laughs> yeah. They crossed they crossed a lane. This is a politically motivated direction. fender bender. Yeah. Yeah. Grinnell, Grinnell is a, 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 a liberal shithole. It's <laughs> filled with violence and crime. It needs to be cleaned up. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's. It's like the... It's sort of the warriors taking Down. place in in Grinnell. Yeah. 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 I've been I've been in in war zones before and I'm I'm scared to go to downtown Grinnell more than I am to go to downtown uh 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 Karachi something like that. Did you say well you did you know, on Twitter I guess but people were <laughs> listing out there um the, the, how to stay safe in New York City, and it's like constantly scanned for threats. Uh, look out for like keep your keep your wallet and and purse in front of you. Uh, there's like ten ten things for it, like uh, for how, how to stay safe in New York City, and it was very I don't know, very paranoid. Very people definitely freaking out. Um, nice over the over the last week, yeah, actually. You and and did, I'm, the, I'm the thief. I'm the main guy. Doing all the crime yeah. in New York every time I go in. You, yeah, you pop in to keep the numbers up. wallets. Yeah, ever since yeah. ever since you left, the the city ain't been the same. So you got to get in there, keep them keep them on their toes, keep it real. Yeah, I'm the Gemini pickpocket, the, the Zodiac. Oh, thief. <laughs> um, there was also the whole rash. I don't think we talked about this, but the whole <laughs> rash of people posting like how. They were scared. They 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 scan every environment for hostiles and how tactical <laughs> they are. Uh, mm. Me walking into a building, thinking entrance now behind me. Seven potentially hostile males. Three potentially hostile females. <laughs> Which actually that's funny. <laughs> it's another uh, kind of on the spectrum thing. Everything's potentially a threat, I suppose. <laughs> I've got that's that's process. me entering high school, three potentially hostile females. Um emergency exit to the right to the left, right hand corner is defensible. Stairs going up, dangerous high ground position, adjust defensible area. Uh and then oh, this is this is a whole like his his daughter is with him and she's thinking, Today's yeah. the greatest day there ever was. And he says, Pay attention. Then uh, she smartens up. She says, exit behind to the left. Watch the stairs. Me, good girl. Her, goes back to thinking song lyrics, carefree. Me, thinking, if a riot breaks out, I have to take out this guy first with the ficus pot. He seems the strongest. Sir, free, do you dude. need any help? Do you need any help? You've kind of been standing here weird drooling for like five minutes now. <laughs> there are also people in the, people uh, talking about how, um, uh, my wife uh, doesn't want to ever uh, ride with me in the car because when I drive, I don't check the lanes. Like I don't l- look over my shoulder before changing lanes, and that's because I've already been, I've I've been keeping track mentally of every car in my vicinity, like pr- uh, you know predicting their trajectories and all of that. Like so, I don't need to look in the mirrors. Um, and my wife will ask me, but you didn't, you didn't, you didn't look, and and he'll and he'll repeat the license plate number, and he'll say the make and model of the car that's behind them, and she'll check, and she'll be like, "Wow, Jason Bourne!" Like these people, <laughs> they're doing the, the these are the, are these the Challenger guys? 
that we, we were talking about that who are doing or the Dodge Charger guys who are like doing third person action video games like uh rolling from behind Ballard to Ballard just to like yeah. g- get through the, uh get through the city these are 100 I don't know I don't know the details of that but these are 100% uh the guys that overlap with the guys that post on uh like the everyday carry forums these are guys that have a two uh switchblades in their pockets that they carry to their IT jobs yep. every day and calling it like a sidearm you know like and like having yeah. having a gun and saying it's a it's there calling Sorry. your gun a your daily driver yeah <laughs> cool yeah uh yeah it's always uh uh creepy <laughs> i think to find out yeah. that there are these people thinking about that like <laughs> so dumb like i saw jay i saw the, the born and he he does this stuff so i'm that's like me actually for real uh yeah <laughs> i'd be doing that i mean that that stuff is really like it is really sad i guess yeah because it, it just you're not like me, participating it like in it's a just society a, it's just a sign to that like your life is really boring probably <laughs> like i'm not saying that my life's not boring but like you're doing a very sad thing about uh, about it yeah like i i don't know just just do normal stuff i guess don't don't carry a gun to, you know, be the IT guy or whatever at work. Right. Yeah. There's this idea that, okay, you know, I think I can, I think I can lend some insight into this because I'm, I'm thinking about how, how I do this and it's not on the violent spectrum or whatever, but I'm thinking about for like a, like cameras, let's say I'm a, I'm a big camera dork Yeah. and, uh, I'll, I I have spent I've I've gotten better at this, but I spent a lot of time in the past, like you know, watching a lot of YouTube about like what the best camera is and knowing all the specs and things like that. And um, the the thought press process that you do when you're doing this is you're thinking like, oh, if I only had you know this camera, then I would be best equipped for you know this like type of situations that I'm gonna be in. Um, and like and to an extent you know that that that's true but there's a sort of a line you cross at a certain point where you are just at some point like you just get a camera that's good enough and you're fine and you're thinking about it too much you're doing like i don't know the tech fetishism or something and then uh and so i feel like the same sort of thing is with these uh these gun people or whatever the everyday carry people. It's like, oh, I just need to optimize like every every little thing like for for the the different situations that I'm in. Where really, I guess maybe the analogy falls apart here because I think mostly uh, avoiding violent situations is not uh, difficult. I think you mostly just don't escalate. In America for sure. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm speaking to like. Yeah. 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 The, uh, but like, yeah. If you. I think you can, you know, 99 times out of 100 kind of just, uh, I don't know, don't be a weirdo and like just be calm and, yeah. you know, apologize and get out of there kind of thing. Like, I don't know why people are like getting yeah. into confrontations a lot. Yeah. And all the other, and the, the one out of 100 times in would America not be fixed is, with the gun. Is, gun is gun violence, yeah. basically, which also doesn't need, you don't need more Jason Bournes. 
yeah to, to deal with those yeah uh yeah very goofy yeah just be normal yeah yeah and you're and you're not yeah you're not participating i, I mean in yeah a society here everybody kind of i mean maybe not everybody but people do it in different ways like you said i i definitely do that with with things too for sure but what do you mean you like like what you're describing where you you, you start to you get focused you get really focused on something oh yeah you like, talk oh, yourself I, into like just, whatever if i become really really good at this thing then this other uh kind of secondary thing will in my life will be better my life will be better right if i optimize uh you know whatever some stupid thing technology yeah if my i, I will have more friends if my uh gaming pc is the fastest pc and completely optimized yeah you know fastest pc in the world mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that's really the link that i wanted to make there is that uh i think i'm just dumb and i think it like like the human brain is just bad at certain things <laughs> like you're easily yeah. fooled where like I, I was just last night i was watching a youtube video about like how to pick a route um to like to go on a bike ride across the united states and i'm like watching it, i'm like man I, I could probably do this. This, you know, this is probably my next move. Like, how, <laughs> if I was actually a rational creature, like if, if like the economists were right, like about any of this, like that, I just wouldn't be watching that video, right? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and you know what that reminds me of? We're way oh, dumber than we think sorry. we are. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I was about to say this a minute ago. Uh, I've been watching, okay, so it's October, and I did this last October too, and I had a good time. I'm not normally into horror movies. I know that you're not into horror movies, but I, I all October, I'm watching mostly horror movies, like anything that seems in my mind remotely spooky Halloween related okay. stuff. Okay, so I take all of October to do that. I've been watching. I've watched a ton of movies so far. I think, yeah, today's like the eighth, and I've seen, I think I've seen like 20 movies so far. Like last Sunday, I watched like six movies in one day. I think I watched like five yesterday, something like that. Anyway, uh, I had never seen them before, so I started watching some of the Saw movies. Uh, uh, and I, I thought that they'd be stupid. I mean, they kind of are stupid, but... Like, I thought they were just probably trash uh, because when they came out when we were in, like, middle school or so, it was, like, it, it seemed like it was a movie for, like, edgy, uh, my edgy middle school uh, yeah. classmates. the edgy middle schoolers and, watched it. Yeah, yeah. And so I kind of, over time, just because it's such a popular movie, and this turned out to be true, like, I basically knew exactly what was going to happen, but but after not having really seen anything maybe like some some clips over time but i had a, a very accurate idea of how the movie was going to go but anyway i'll just i'll just say this has sort of all been a little bit of a segue or a, a a digression uh pretty good the first one's pretty good the the next two that i've seen so far not 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 great but the first one i think is pretty good um, really Anyway, that surprises me. Uh, a thing, uh, another like saw-related cultural thing that I've uh, I, I've picked up on over the years that I think is related to what we're talking about is like 
the YouTube videos that are like how to beat every saw trap. <laughs> right. And like you I've seen I probably watched like at least one is or the, something because is, I have, is, I is that kind of a flavor of, of the like there's uh like Godzilla is like uh you know burning up uh the eastern seaboard and it like that there's a video of like some cgi thing like that happening and it's like what would you do in this situation like <laughs> kind of but yeah. i think it's taken even more seriously than that and it gets into the territory of like these everyday carry guys and you know oh i'm i'm watching every license plate as they pass i i'm scanning every room that i go into because it seems like they're targeted at not really just like curious people like oh what are the things that i missed how would the how would you have escaped this but it's like people that are like i'm i'm prepping i'm watching this video because i'm prepping for uh like a, a future where i'm in that situation in my in real life if i'm in this situation which i think there's a non-zero chance of i want to be able to escape it and so this is all part of me preparing myself and becoming a better person uh who's you know able to escape saw traps you're picking up tips i would you yeah yeah i would simply uh tactical roll on him i would simply yeah 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 very goofy very yeah sad and in my mind sad but maybe that's maybe that's your thing maybe that's what you actually have fun with but i Mm. feel like that's can't be that fun maybe the saw trap videos are fun i'm not gonna watch this pretending that you're yeah no i'm not i'm not saying you should i i don't I know that they're not your thing, but yeah, I thought the I thought the first one was pretty good. Then in there, they they kind of like uh they kind of get like a rap, and this is what I had in my mind, and this is the thing that I the new thing I'd say I kind of learned watching this one. I think Saw kind of has this like bad uh reputation of kind of kicking off the like what people would call like torture porn movies uh and like really gory stuff in the mid uh mid 2000s yeah for like the edgy middle schooler audience basically uh but that's that's it's kind of funny because it's really not um that's not what the movie is oh really uh, at all I, i don't it doesn't really fall into that like uh torture porn category uh shelly reminded me shelly hasn't seen this but she says that she was kind of scarred by a a teacher in sixth grade who in great detail explained the plot uh, over the course of a class period uh the eli roth movie hostile which is a Mm. movie that i saw when i was in like sixth grade or something like that too and i would say hostile definitely falls into that category and i just kind of assumed that saw was just like hostile i think saw came out before uh but yeah not really not uh, that's not the case at all. It's it, it more of just a a thriller, I would say. Hmm. Um, it's goofy. I'm not saying that it's like it's it's not it's not high art or anything like that. But uh, I I liked the first one quite a bit. Well, my only link to that was uh, so um, Zoe and I watched the first half of Seven the other night um because we wanted to watch a David Fincher mm-hmm. movie, and uh on the on the Blank Check podcast they were talking about how much saw lifted from uh seven like how mm. it's basically very similar set, uh premises or something but yeah mm. um yeah seven's a good movie i'm enjoying 
rewatching mm. it. Nice. Yeah, I've I've uh I've seen a couple good good ones that I would say are like uh, uh don't hold me to this but let's let's just very roughly say like maybe a little higher form of art than than saw like i saw the exorcist three is that uh, the new one that everyone's talking about no no oh. they're on they've got a bunch of exorcist stuff oh uh i saw the exorcist three and that was really good and that was directed by the guy who wrote the exorcist and also wrote the book that the exorcist three is based on uh that William Peter Blatty guy who only ever directed two movies. And I thought, I thought that exorcist three was the first of the two, but apparently it was the second. But anyway, he's basically like a non director director coming in. And he's to like direct something that's cool. It, it really, yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. That's cool. When someone can show up and just <laughs> knock one out like that. Yeah. I feel like it probably comes from just like really, I mean, he wrote the stuff, so like really having a vision or something like that, because it's not like a it's not like a point and shoot, you know, directing by the directing by the numbers type situation. Like it's there's a lot of style. There's a lot of vision behind the the movie. And so that probably comes from having a really yeah just incredibly strong vision for the content. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's a high risk, high reward situation though. Like if you write something, you write the source material like it's a book, and then you turn it and like mm. turn around and direct it and, and turn it into a, a movie, and it doesn't hit. Uh, I think that that can be more embarrassing than if um, I don't know you just direct something that somebody else written and and yeah. it was just as good. The Gospel of John, directed by John. This sucks. We already saw this in Matthew and Mark and Luke, dude. <laughs> Just doing it again. Why did you make yourself buff? The only thing is that's different is that you made yourself really buff. Why is John <laughs> played by played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in this movie? Uh, the movie that's coming to mind for me is and I'm thinking about like people who write and then direct stuff is um is Doubt with Meryl Streep and Philip Seymour Hoffman, um. And I don't, I don't think that's a bad movie. I think it's actually a, a really good movie. I think it was a play for a while too, and like, and then the same guy like wrote it and then made it in play and then made it into a movie and stuff like that. And, um, I think I did. I I I remember watching it where like some of there was like every once in a while there's like a choice that didn't work that well for me, but because I saw at the beginning that's like. In, in the opening credits, like, you know, based on the book written by this, but then turned into a play by the same guy and then turned into this movie. The same guy. I, I was just thinking like, all right, this better be really like, <laughs> you better not miss anything then, which is uncharitable. Yeah. And I don't like to watch movies that way. But like, I was like, oh, okay. You didn't get to do Dutch angles in the book or on stage. And so you're going to do like two Dutch angles. And I'm like, <laughs> okay man you're just having a yeah feeling yourself a little bit yeah interesting everybody's always everybody's always talking about dutch angles is that the 45 degree tilt it's thing? just when the horizon isn't level it could be any angle oh okay yeah or i guess okay cool yeah there's maybe maybe there's some math thing that i'm forgetting that is like that but yeah just when it's slanted it's tilted yeah 
Santa. Okay, cool. And I forget why it's called that. that. Pick that one up through general. Uh, Just context clues. Yeah. Osmosis context clues. Yeah. Never was sure. Interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. Dr. Skeleton's Art School, the podcast directed by Ben and Will. Uh, you will be represented very accurately. Uh-huh. And I will be played by I will be played by uh, multiple actors, uh, sort of like a Mishima style thing where it's like uh, fiction within the within the story. Uh, but all of the actors who play me will be the the hottest men. Alive. The Imaginarium of Doctor Skeleton, isn't that what they did after sure. uh, Heath Ledger died with that movie? You know what I'm talking about? Oh no! Where they got what's the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus? Uh, oh, of uh, Doctor, yeah. Uh, where yeah, Heath Ledger died in the middle of making this, and then so then they had, um, him as he was playing the titular Doctor Parnassus, and the, uh, but they also got like Jude Law and Johnny Depp and Colin Farrell to like play the same character at different oh. points in the movie, as well as Christopher Plummer, I guess. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm just imagining it imagining it now in in our movie. Yeah. We're sitting at we're sitting at camera pans up to to your face uh talking into the microphone and then it spins around who, who, on the who table. Who are you getting to play me? You are played by uh uh Steve Buscemi. Okay. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? And then it pan Yeah. And then it pans around, and I gotta think of a I gotta think of a character or a, some actors for me. Yeah, think of a hot guy. Hot guy. Yeah. Well, it depends on the situation, but uh, I'm thinking first. I got him in my mind. It just pans around, and it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's dressed like known for dress his currently. like podcasting so acumen. Really yeah, buff. for sure. Like, really, <laughs> you yeah. want to be listening to him for a long time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then it just pans around, or it spins around to me, and he's just sort of flexing while talking into the microphone, <laughs> just as I would do. Yeah, as you always and do. And then you got, yeah, you got some other scenes. Uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's it continues to be Steve Buscemi, and then he's Leonardo DiCaprio also flexing. I, you know, it's it's hard. People are always talking about women are always talking about movies being directed with a male. A male gaze, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is this is a, a man imagines woman. I, I, I kind of get it because when I'm when I'm tasked with a difficult problem like this of you know, imagining the hottest men in the world playing me in a movie, I don't really have much of an an, an imagination <laughs> imagination for it exactly. You know, I don't know exactly what that uh, what that would be. I gotta, I I need to, I need to get a little bit of a you know. Uh, a woman's gaze on on that i think you can still apply I, I think i think the point of the male gaze too is that like i projecting yourself into it be like i'm the hottest guy in the world too is a thing sure but you're trying you're trying to objectify Wait. yourself yeah i'm trying to yes but i don't really know exactly what that would uh be exactly right hmm. it's um, kind of like it's kind of it's kind of like a you know like um uh, Teen movie, like himbo stuff. Movie, you want to, like, you, uh, you you want to be like. The well, no, I, I'm. 
I'm I'm just descri- describing the problem is kind of I haven't seen this movie, but I think this is a good example of it. It's like that uh, that weird science movie or whatever. Those types of movies where it's like, oh, there's just like a bunch of weird nerdy guys, like middle school guys, and suddenly the hottest women in the world are, you know, in their room with them or like attracted to them. And I feel like uh, maybe I'm wrong. I know I'm not exactly using the word correctly here, but I'm I'm gonna ad- adopt it anyway. In my mind, that's sort of like a, a male gaze type sure. problem, where it's like you can I, I'm I don't know. Imagine this situation where uh, Carly Kloss is in my uh, uh, in, in my room and is my girlfriend or something like that. And you imagine you imagine all of you imagine all of the stuff external to you, and then when you come around to like yourself or your placeholder for yourself in the movie it's just like yeah it's just a guy it's just a it's just a middle school guy yeah i don't really care about that i just want to see the hot <laughs> whatever yeah girls, you know? <laughs> yeah i mean that is i think that is mostly how it goes yeah. right where it's like yeah it's it, it it's a lot of like just cast normal looking dudes with the hottest women on earth yeah. kind of thing <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah but i i'm just describing that i think i, I mean i know uh maybe not fully it but i think part of the problem with that is just an inability of maybe like uh, straight men to imagine you know beautiful an idealized uh yeah a beautiful or idealized version of themselves right you're just focused on the Look, yeah i'm external thing yeah yeah we're just like well i i this is actually how it should be like i don't need to be <laughs> any more beautiful like i i am already where i already yeah. deserve uh, the most beautiful women's attention there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even if you don't feel that, even if you're like a self-deprecating uh, uh, type of uh, person and, and you don't think uh, highly of yourself, uh, you know, you still... It's like, I don't know. I, I still don't know what to imagine in this situation. But yeah, I think what you're describing is correct, where it's like the... the uh, um, Woody Allen type situation. Yes, perfect. Know. Yeah, perfect example. <laughs> <laughs> I am the most annoying. This is the true in a lot of French movies too, where it's like, I am the most annoying man in the entire world, <laughs> and uh, this is the most beautiful woman in all of woman in all of France who is my girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm like annoyed with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she still keeps coming back to me every time, yeah. even when I'm being really annoying <laughs> the beginning of annie hall or whatever i'm i'm like berating her in a <laughs> in in public in a line for a movie yeah <laughs> and she's still oh so interesting so interesting tell me more <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> that's so funny to like <laughs> to write yourself it's like i'm gonna make a short film where like i'm married to Anna de Armas and I'm like pissing her <laughs> off or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that situation? <laughs> yeah. Um well we should just we should just do that. And it'll have never been done before. It'll look exactly the same as all of those <laughs> other movies, but we did it knowingly. <laughs> and and everyone will get it. Women that it's will a, like it's, it's, it's a satire. Everyone will get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's and it's women, like women will like it. Ironic. Like, what if somebody did that and we did it? Yeah. Yeah. 
You 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 brought up Leonardo DiCaprio. I've told you this. Uh, my aunt was gassing me up about Leo. She's like, "You look just like Leonardo DiCaprio." Like, yeah. And then she pulls up the "Don't Look Up" movie. You're like, see? Whatever. It's like, ah, oh, man, late period, Leo. Like, okay. Killers of the Flower Moon, Leo. Dang, come on. Is he ugly in that? Yeah, normal, normal ish looking the, guy. The trailer? No, he's he's looking. He's he's looking busted. But oh okay okay. They got him like with like messed up teeth and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that about you. Is he looking sort of like you? <laughs> he's kind of looking like you do. Right oh yeah. Now. So he's kind of has like you going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. He's got uh, screwed up teeth in in this one. Okay. I'll even take. I mean, I'll take him in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but got apparently in just after sure. that. Wolf of Wall Street is looking yeah. pretty good, I would say. He's a babe in that. Uh, what about when he's he's younger, uh, like a Blood Diamond that's slightly younger, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, but like uh, maybe like a Basketball Diaries type thing where he's a kid. I don't know about kid, but like I'll take I'll take Titanic, too. Leo. Titan, okay, sure. I'll take uh, yeah, I'll I'll. <laughs> you look like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, dude. <laughs> that's a that's a movie. James James Cameron should have uh he should have spiced that one up with you know. Leonardo DiCaprio looks too good. He should have put in a kind of Woody Allen type guy in Titanic too, and it's just exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, but it's just you know. No, that's Kate a good Winslet's point. Really, that's the way to do it. Steve Buscemi. That's 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 Jim Cameron being secure in his masculinity. Where like, yeah, I'm not gonna put like some uh dorky looking motherfucker as the guy that like is 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 is, is the love interest here. I'm gonna take like a really hot guy and making that because it doesn't doesn't matter yeah. to me no i can't i couldn't be me i couldn't do that i'm i'm casting i'm casting kate winslet and teenage michael Sarah, something like that <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to just like be naming like dudes i don't I, I think are busted i think michael Sarah's got a good look that's the no i know but he's not exactly he that'd be a different Different That'd vibe. be a bit yeah. of a different vibe. I am thinking of yeah. uh, McLovin. And especially though. now. Like, I got called was, McLovin was, in high school. <laughs> you got called? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's that guy's name? I've never Chris actually seen any of those movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has a weird filmography. Like, lately. It's like, these, you know, really big movies. And then he's in a little Dicky music video. Come on, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> anyway. Um, so no, no COVID. Nice. Excellent. See one, one test in, but yeah, that's great news. What else is going on that we want to be talking about? Rowan Atkinson. That That's who I should have. Oh, Sorry. yes, dude. One more time. <laughs> that's who you, you're going to get to play you? Movies. No, no, that's well, I'm sorry. I'm focused on the Titanic thing. Yeah. No, you'd be Rowan Atkinson. I would be another guy. Dude, I'll take that. Girls, like. I'll take I'll take Rowan Atkinson. He's got um, you know Mr. He's got he's got he's also he, doing, he's it's doing giving the Mr. Mr. Bean, Bean voice the whole time for you. You you are you effectively have no lines in this podcast <laughs> of us. That's fine. Obama makes a lot of Mr. Bean voices sometimes. Oh, that's cool. Or Mr. Bean sounds, yeah. Poodles are I guess you call them talkative, you know? She's not necessarily barking, but she's making like Mr. Bean sounds basically, you know. 
<laughs> oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both of our dogs, they'll, they'll have a lot of different vocalizations. It's uh, very funny that like the, I don't know, very funny in a way that like you would make, you would, you would make a, a one of those a traveling troupe, comedy troupe that goes from town to town on the old West uh, where the main joke is that uh, the uh, the woman is manlier than the man, like, and the man is like a is is a wimp. Uh, but that's how uh, my dog's dynamic is, um, where my girl dog has a very deep voice, and uh, my boy dog mm. has a has a cute little pipsqueak voice. Mm. It's like nice. vaudevillian <laughs> blockbusters every day. <laughs> Nice. Well, what else has been happening? Anything in the world? Yeah, I don't know if we want to talk about what's been going on. I don't want to weigh in on some of the bigger goings on. The bigger, yeah. We'll stick it at the parking level. Parking stuff. I think, is there a new Errol Morris uh, movie? Because I read in a newspaper this morning, I read a... Q and A with him. Uh, not that I've heard, but I they they don't tell me those sorts of things. So the pi- okay, I've got an answer. Incorrect. The Pigeon Tunnel, Morris's new film, which is arriving in select theaters and on Apple TV Plus on October twentieth. It is uh based on John Lacar's Lacare uh, twenty Lacare's twenty six memoir of the same name. Wait, so Errol Morris is making a... Wait, okay, so it's a memoir. So it's a... What's going it's on? It's based on a memoir. Hmm. What did they say it was called? The Pigeon King? The Pigeon... The Pigeon Tunnel. Oh, yeah, yeah, I read about the Pigeon Tunnel thing. Yeah. I had a thought earlier this morning about uh, underwear. This seems kind of like our, our realm that we get into. I've been, okay. I've been getting into the front flap uh, more and more. Usually... Well, isn't my isn't my speed uh but i've been wearing i don't know like pants and belts more and figured i'd give it a shot to uh, use the front flap on the underpants through the zipper situation and um i can see i can see why it uh the technology exists i gotta say it's kind of weird but i i probably have done it before if i'm like wearing like a suit or something like that yeah exactly it's like when you're wearing still think it's weird when you're wearing it's it's easier but you know it's a a weird a thing that gets in the way though is that if you're tucking your like say you're wearing a suit and okay you've got a you've got the zipper which i'll come back to the problems with that but the zipper and then you've got the front flap thing on the underwear uh okay but if you're wearing a suit, you've got your shirt tucked into your pants. And so your uh, the front of your shirt might be blocking it, you know? I, Very likely is kind of blocking it, which is... I haven't uh, run into that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tucking my shirt in, but I'm, it's not it's not blocking. I don't know. The, the, the lengths have been lining up. I'm not just pissing onto my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> ah, is your shirt really short? It's not really short. Oh yes, I'm wearing a crop top. I should be, should have mentioned that. I'm wearing like belly shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm just trying to think. Like you stick it, stick it into your uh, your pants. You tuck a shirt into your pants, and it's like if, if it's able to be tucked in, it's almost for sure gonna 
cover up some things, I think. Not me. My configuration seems to line up. I'm not saying it's bad if your configuration is like really high up on your belly like a dog. Like it sounds like the way it is for you. But um <laughs> No, I think yours is yours is down too far. It seems to yours be is... lining up with like the way that the technology has developed. Like the uh like there's they put the zipper and the flap in there for a reason and it, and, and it's okay. Okay, well let's let's come back to my second complaint normal. the zipper. The, right, zipper, the zipper it's uh it's uh uh it's dangerous. It builds character. I would say it's dangerous. No, it's not it's not dangerous. Uh, it's all right. It's a t- it takes a little bit of technique, but you're not like it's fine. It's like like sometimes you get basically. here's the here's the thing. Like if you're wearing like I don't know, I've got I've I've got the, I've got a couple pairs of trousers that like at the button, it's not just like a button at the top. You're doing two buttons or like a you know, it's a I don't know, there's like a button that goes inside the band and then like another one on the outside or maybe it's like a hook thing and then there's the zipper situation. And like if you're staring, if you're standing there at the toilet, like, I don't know, then you have to like, I can see the utility where you, if you can somehow piss without undoing your belt and the buttons, uh, then th- then you don't, you don't run the risk of it like slipping down as you're peeing too. Um, because maybe, maybe the way you do it anyway is like little kid, you go to the urinal and you just pull all, you go bare ass at the urinal, <laughs> pants around the ankles. <laughs> yeah. You want to, you want to yeah. avoid that. And, or like to avoid it, you're like doing I like a super wide stance. <laughs> yeah. Now I take off my shirt every time. Yeah. Too. You hang it up. <laughs> That's what those hooks are for. The, yeah. Like a really fancy. That's the handle, the, the, the the pull handle that's what the handle's for that's actually a shirt hanger you know, a, a really fancy bathroom with like a restroom attendant you like ha- hand them your coat but then you also like hand them your shirt and then like your shoes <laughs> you're all bad you just get yeah. fully nude to go to the urinal. i remember i remember when i was a kid going to an iowa game and uh iowa the uh, kinnick stadium uh it used to have like some in certain areas some like really old trashy isn't quite the right word but let's say uh very just utilitarian men's bathrooms where it's like a big long uh tub basically rather than like separate urinals it's just a big long tub uh which i I didn't like but i do remember going in there one time when i was a kid and seeing some other kid like two kids pants on the (laughs) pants on the floor (laughs) standing at the Come on, bro. Uh, standing like in a in a row, yeah, at the tub <laughs> thing. And I'm like, dang, dude, this is this is a not the spot for this. This is a a, a formative experience for my <laughs> uh, maybe narcissism or something in a way, or narcissism not quite the right word, but like thinking to myself, maybe I am better than some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but but what really. It takes a lot of confidence to go bare ass at the at the, at the urinal. That then. is that is true. I feel like that though you true. you might you might like catch a charge for that. Like if you were like even though it it, it is adult. a legitimate way of going to the bathroom, I guess right. Yeah. Like you need to you need to pee, so you need to get the proper access, and so yeah, you can. But like, <laughs> like you don't need to. 
be showing your ass. Mm. They don't have these every like very often. Maybe sometimes in like a forest, uh, like a forest park, uh, type uh bathroom, um, in the U.S. But they they're like everywhere in China. Have you ever used one of those like uh toilets that's just like a hole, like a an oval in the ground? Um, squat over it. No, I mean I've used like you know camp toilets or forest park toilets but there's always there there's been a some sort of stool on top of it oh interesting yeah in in china especially other countries but yeah especially in china they've got a lot of those where it's just oval on like basically imagine like a toilet bowl but flush with the ground right so if there's a stall which sometimes there isn't which is then i'm i'm walking out you know even though i wouldn't go in there anyway very often but like uh if there's a stall you just walk into the stall and it's just like a uh a square basically i don't know it's just you just walk in and there's nothing there it's just a hole in the ground basically it's you the, fell in it's flush saying? with the ground no no i was just curious what you, you, what you think about those because i find it that's like a very difficult thing for uh a, i think like uh non uh asian people to use too because are are you familiar with the uh are you familiar with the asian squat yeah the concept yeah yeah, yeah. there's also it's the slavic very... squat so there's like another group that can pull it off that's true yeah that's true too but yeah it's it's hard to pull off and so like yeah when i've been in china like i tried to use one one time when i was in public in china and i'm just like i i would have to take off my pants to do this because i can't I can't yes. do if I if I wanted to do this because I, I don't I wouldn't can't, trust my aim. Uh, I can't balance. I mean, even the aim thing aside, it's like I it's gonna fall into my pants because <laughs> you can't. Uh, Fuck! I, I can't. I can't bend. I can't bend down. I can't do that kind of squat. You know, where like your bottom is. Uh, uh horizontally uh, you know i'm gonna try this really protruding. quick i'm just gonna try to get a sense of the geometry um yeah i don't know how long i could hold this you gotta hold it for the whole time to go to the bathroom and I, I mean i didn't take my pants off so i don't know like where the pants would be well the pants would probably be either either they're resting on your thighs or they're all the way down around your ankles so you've got to make sure I feel that like you're all, all the way around your all the way around your ankles is like almost more dangerous, right? Like probably, yeah. But not if you're able to do this not if you're able to do the squat and have your ankles not uh kind of horizontally or you know, aligned with your bottom above you, you know? You really got to it's a it's a hard balance. It's a hard thing. Maybe to balance, I'm doing the squat know? wrong. I'm trying to get my I I feel like the I'm trying to get my but as close to my heels as possible, like th- as deep. No, but I mean, that's that's how I. If I'm able to do a squat, that's how I'm doing it. But to you can't, you couldn't do that in that situation. That's the exact opposite. You want to have your bottom come down and be able to basically, uh, like, you don't have to touch the floor, but in theory, you should be able to extend the squat so that it kind of touches the floor and your ankles are out in front of you. You know, they're out in front. Yeah. Gotcha. Ankles. Yeah. Your ankles are. Yeah. 
Your bottom has to come out behind your ankles, basically. Otherwise, you're going to... I mean, yeah. Otherwise, you're shitting into your socks. <laughs> into, like... your, into your pants. Or yeah. Your, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, it looks like we just anyway. came up with the Dr. Skeleton's Art School Challenge, folks. See how... See if you can crap into a hole without getting it all over yourself. Yeah. And they don't have handles in there, you know, because nobody needs them. I have, like, thought to myself before... Why don't they have these in like America? Because they seem like, you know, a much cheaper way to do public restrooms. But I think it's literally, I think it's like a physical thing. Like if they did that, everybody, like nobody in America could use them. I mean, not nobody, but like a lot of people, a lot of people in the West yeah, would be, be able to use them. Yeah. Yeah. That, unfor- or that's biology, the one thing inspiring. preventing like there being better public infrastructure yeah. for. Uh, especially for bathrooms. Yeah. It does seem Cost nice. I am I am jealous of being able to do that because Shelly can be in public or whatever and like a place where like you don't want to sit on the ground and she can just squat down and sit on her heels and like... like get a rest in. It's comfortable. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's an... Ex- First of all, it's like an exercise, but yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. It's like an exercise and it's not comfortable at all and I can barely balance. But yeah, she can literally just down on the ankles and this is a rest crazy yeah you could probably get yourself there you could probably train i don't think so i think it's a biological limitation hmm. i feel like I arguing mean, too it, strongly about that, it, is one that, what, the other. Is that why, mistake, so whatever is that why polish people are able to do it i mean we just I, never I were able to just invent people... chairs that's why we got it <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, for you. Can can your your but but your both of your parents aren't Polish, I think, right? Can your can your mom do the squat? Um, I'll ask her about the hole in the ground. See 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 how she can navigate those. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'll ask at your wedding. I'll I'll meet you her interview all so the Polish people that you can a long yeah. a long time. Yeah. Well, there's also gonna be a lot of <laughs> Uh, Czech folks too. So you could we could do a survey. Is that your family or Zoe's family? Zoe's family. family. Okay, so maybe they can do the squat too. Maybe. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, I think that's gonna be uh, about it for this week's episode of the podcast. Um. Yeah. Again, just write in or send photos of how how well you're deep you're able to squat. Uh. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.